Hello, I'm Mark Tallman with KASB. Uh, thank you for joining us. One of the biggest topics facing Kansas and facing education is the issue of early childhood, early childhood education, how we support families with young children. We are very excited and honored today to have two real experts, and, and not just experts, people actually doing things in this field, to talk to us about some things that are going on in Kansas. Now, I am simply going to let them introduce themselves, the organizations they're with, why they're here, and then we'll get into our conversation. Thank you, Mark. My name is Melissa Rooker, and I am now serving as the executive Executive Director of the Kansas Children's Cabinet and Trust Fund. Hello everybody, my name is Amanda Peterson. I work at the Kansas State Department of Education where I'm the Director of Early Childhood. I might just note that both are kind of new to these roles. Many of our, our viewers will recognize <laughs> Melissa from her work with the Kansas Legislature. She's now moved into this role. And of course Amanda has been with mm -hmm. Kansas, Kansas Action for, for Children, children before right. coming mm -hmm. to the State Department of Education mm -hmm. within about the last year. So mm -hmm. both bring different perspectives to their new roles. We have been honored to work with them. Might just start by saying I spent the first part of my summer in June exiled from our office uh, <laughs> while we were having construction. So I thought I'd go on the road and uh, participate mm -hmm. in a couple of the uh, uh, the stakeholder meetings uh, that uh, and had a chance to talk to both of you in Western and Southwest Kansas. Maybe that's a good place to start. Mm -hmm. What happened? How does that fit into the planning? And where are we right now at the end of August? Awesome. Well, thank you, Mark. Um, yeah, it was a fun, busy summer. You can see the map behind us um, in part. We held 53 community engagement sessions across Kansas from May 1st through the end of July and um, gathered data from over 1,300 individual Kansans and visited, I guess the map tells us, 33 separate communities, as you can see spread on the map. And then we've had a series of other types of meetings where the same uh, questions that were discussed at these community engagement sessions got asked. So we have done uh, our best to bring our project out to the public for input. So what is that project? That is um, grant work that we're doing, um, a collaboration across four different partners. So the Kansas Department of Education and the Kansas Children's Cabinet are teamed up with the Kansas Department of Children and Families and the Kansas Department of Health and Environment. We are funded with federal grant funding. It's called the Preschool Development Grant Birth to Five. The point of this work is to create a comprehensive statewide strategic plan for the early childhood system. And we think of it as a system that encompasses all of the preschool and early learning opportunities, uh, as well as um, parent education and support programs, healthcare and developmental screenings, anything that touches the lives of young children in Kansas from the time their parents find out they're expecting until a child is about eight years old is fair game as part of this project. So the collaboration across the, the four agencies has been phenomenal. It's been a really special project. Mark alluded to my time in the Kansas House. I served um, three terms, so that's six years. Prior to that, I followed legislative activity. I've never seen collaboration on this level before, and I think we're already making a difference, but we are also uncovering a lot of work ahead. So it's it's been wonderful, and we have been working to be very transparent and public all along the way. So I will just call attention um, 
to the Kansas Children's Cabinet website, it's kschildrenscabinet.org, you can find our story map, which is a timeline of all of these stops and then some. So that timeline is interactive and um, any one of the entries on it is clickable and more information pops out. So we are doing our best to both take in information from Kansans of, of whatever background that, that isn't, you know, whether they're parents or whether they're providers or whether they're business leaders or elected officials or other categories that um, we want their input, but we also want to share back with folks. So, um, oh, Rob has it up on screen. Great. Oh, there we go. Good. You can see how that works. Well, yeah. this, uh, as you kind of look through that, one of the things that I think you've been stressing is inviting people mm -hmm. to come to your website if you don't have the opportunity to come to an actual meeting. And mm -hmm. my understanding is and you can get information. There will be even more meetings if people have not had mm -hmm. a chance to participate. It's relatively painless. Uh, my dad was one of the Kansans. I that know. I love meeting chance, him. Yes, uh, uh, in, in Hayes and uh, thought it was very interesting and it was, it was interesting as I've been reviewing some of the responses that you've mm -hmm. been getting, I think very much tracked some of the things he reflected on. Mm -hmm. His experience uh, raising kids and then now having grandkids uh, mm -hmm. growing up at Hayes, a place where there are a lot of services, which is good. We, we heard that a lot. But I think he represented a view of saying, but there's still so many people that don't know what there is to offer or don't know how to, and that was another thing I think we heard a lot that maybe maybe reflected in the fact that you're having to collaborate among four different agencies mm -hmm. is the idea that sort of unlike a pretty unified K-12 system, our early childhood system is a lot of different systems mm -hmm. funded in a lot of different ways. So is that one of the things you're finding as a challenge? It is a bit. So I know that many members uh, who will be joining us today are very familiar with the Kansans Can Listening Tour and the engagement that went into um, developing that vision. And when we were sitting down to just address the scope of our work this year, we knew that we were going to be looking across a wide variety of systems because when we think about the, the life of a young child and we think about all of the different inputs that determine whether or not they start on a strong trajectory, it's not any one partner or any one sector who is uh, responsible for that and there are many folks who need to be at the table to make sure that there's strong collaboration at the community level and that families have what they need when they need it. Um, you know, when we're thinking about young children, we know that every moment is an opportunity for their brains to be growing and developing. I know many folks have seen recently the film No Small Matter, and that's just a, an incredible insight into all of the different brain connections that are happening when a child is young. And what that means practically is that um, instead of saying, okay, any one partner is the, the early childhood provider in town, we all need to be figuring out how we can be coming together to build the most stimulating early environments possible, because whether a young child is in a healthcare provider's office or in a whether their family is accessing supports to be economically stable. Um, you know, when when families are standing in line at the grocery store, there's a lot of great opportunities for early learning that are happening. And so, our uh, opportunity this year has been to bring as many of those voices and sectors together and to get as comprehensive a picture as possible um, to figure out how we can build the strongest overall system for Kansas kids and families. Well, and I would add that when we talk in terms of 
terms of a state strategic plan, we are not looking at imposing a statewide top-down system. What we are interested in doing is embracing the universe of, of programs and services that exists and strengthening the mixed delivery system. So we are just trying to, to take in as much information so that we have a very well-informed and thoughtful plan, evidence-based, data-driven. Those are our mottos at the cabinet. So we want our plan to, to be based on solid information. Well, I think, I think it's uh, critical to, uh, I'm assuming that most of the people who will be uh, watching this are, are school connected in some place, other policymakers, of course, and we know the media follows this as well. But, you know, it's interesting that one of the five Kansans can outcome is kindergarten readiness, which is essentially a, a goal for dealing with kids that aren't even in the K-12 system. So we're basically saying, and, and a responsibility, a goal for our schools is to get kids ready for school, yeah. which is an interesting way to think about it. The other thing is part of the whole redesign movement is the idea of much stronger partnerships with other organizations, mm -hmm. the understanding that the school can't do it alone, has to work with others, but it, it does appear that the school is going to have to play some role. Right. So part of what I think our school leaders need to be, be thinking about, beginning to talk about as we start a new school year is, so where are you right now in your relationship with everyone else from, from the parent, your parent is teachers program, you know, family providers, private providers, daycare centers through school-based early childhood programs? How are you working with everyone else? That idea of, of strengthening those relationships is what you're kind of trying to do at the state level that will eventually move its way down or strengthen what's happening. So mm -hmm. I know cab you're having a cabinet meeting today mm -hmm. of the children's cabinet. Where where are you in the process of developing that plan? What can we be watching for over the next several months or years? Absolutely. So we heard really loud and clear out on the Kansans Can listening tour. Uh, Kansans, as you said, identified kindergarten readiness as a key element of achieving our vision for education in Kansas. And when and so this opportunity this year as we develop a state strategic plan for early childhood is really our opportunity to continue gathering that feedback from Kansans and say, all right, we, we've heard you. We know that we have a goal that each child enter, can, enters kindergarten at age five socially emotionally and academically prepared for success. And we've heard that the role of the K-12 system um, and the, the pre-K through 12 system, I should say, in this work is uh, to have strong community partnerships because it's not necessarily going to be the school district who's providing uh, all services at all times for, um, for young kids and families. So this is an opportunity for us to go back to communities and dig into that in more detail and be able to, to chart more of a direction for where we're going. We're on a really quick timeline, so this entire process and project. Um, we, we had the calendar year of 2019 to do it, and later this fall we're going to have the opportunity to write for uh, additional federal funding to implement the findings of the strategic plan. Um, so we, we know that as we develop our shared system and vision for early childhood in Kansas that there are going to be a lot of different um, resources that are brought to bear, but the, um, the implementation grant funding is certainly one, one piece of that puzzle, we hope. Um, so we will need to, uh, we're 
we're moving pretty quickly. Um, on October 7th, um, we'll, we'll be hosting the Governor's Symposium for Early Childhood in Wichita, where we are uh, planning to share both uh, the findings of the needs assessment in a great deal of detail and also uh, release a, a version of the strategic plan where we can uh, get gather public feedback. We, at every step of the way, um, are trying to make sure that this is as collaborative a process as possible. And so we've created a lot of different opportunities for stakeholders to help shape the findings of the strategic plan so that we can say, okay, here's what we learned in our needs assessment. Here's what Kansans told us in a variety of different ways. Um, what are some possible ideas for how uh, we as a state could uh, take action to address some of the gaps that we've identified? So we'll be sharing that in early October. And then our uh, hope is that by November 1st, we'll have a, a version of the strategic plan that is um, ready to, to be approved and to, to move forward. Um, and we'll also be submitting the, the federal grant for implementation grant funding on that same timeline. So the year is going to go by pretty quick. Yeah. It is. Well, is there anything in particular, um, and I know it may vary by community, mm -hmm. but if we've got local school leaders who have either said, well, I was involved, I, I want to keep, keep knowing what's happening, or this sounds interesting, how can I be involved? What are some things you can, run, you can recommend or people can kind of join in this process in, in, in the quick timeline of the next few months? A couple things come to mind. We need feedback. We continue to need input from individuals as well as organizations. We still have a project on our website that is called Our Tomorrows. Uh, we have 11 counties out of 105. We have zero stories from those 11 counties, and we are very committed to the idea that we want to hear from all 105 counties to get 100% of the state represented in the story collection. That is where an individual can go on the Cabinet website, click on the Art Tomorrow's link, which is under the Systems Building tab, and share. Uh, it takes about 10 minutes. You do need an online connection, and so our schools could be good partners um, in helping gather up the, the stories that we're still looking for from those 11 counties. Um, and so, that, you know, there's individual feedback. The website ta has a, a feedback area. Um, we want to hear from you. So as we talk about the strategic or the needs assessment, this is a, an opportunity to share back your thoughts on what you're hearing about the needs assessment. Did we miss something? Were you surprised by anything? Uh, you know, are there surprises in what wasn't in it? Or, you know, any of that kind of thinking, this is really the time. So we did first half of this grant period this year was the information gathering. This month, we pivoted to the synthesis of all the, the data, and then we pivot to the, the, the visioning, the, the planning for the future. And so we, we are serious when we say, please tune into our story and, and follow along. And as we schedule meetings to get back out across Kansas, there still are, are a you know, few different kinds of meetings ahead. Attend. We mean it when we say they're public. Help us bring members of the community to the table and um, share thoughts. And we will do our best through KASB to, 
to post this up yeah. information as things become more solid or as there are specific opportunities. We would certainly remind uh, uh, our viewers that in late September, early October, we will be doing our 10 regional meetings around the state, which are, are more than in the past uh, going to be kind of unstructured opportunities for, for discussion of issues and input from members. Uh, for those of you disappointed, they've told me I can't go to all of them or talk as much, so there will be more time to hear from you. But if this issue, uh, and I know there's a lot happening in education, but one of these is around the concerns in your community, that'll be an opportunity where we can help collect that information. Of course, that will feed into our annual convention uh, in December, and I'm fairly certain as we begin the next legislative session, there will be opportunities to also hear about the kind of things. I, I assume that's also part of your reporting opportunity is to talk about the impact that this may have across state government, other agencies, legislative response, as well as federal. Yep, absolutely. And as we're, you know, it's not all work that's happening at the state level either. So as we were out on the road, an important part of our work this year is identifying bright spots. And so we know that there are many communities uh, across the state where school leaders are playing a key role in um, helping support and drive forward community conversations around how individual communities can address challenges um, like access to childcare for infants and for toddlers. Uh, earlier this week in, in Phillipsburg, there was a gathering um, that the Kansas Sampler Foundation brought together, just dedicated to you know how can a small rural community uh, create more childcare capacity so that uh, children can have good, high-quality early learning opportunities while their parents are at work. And you know it was really incredible to to think about and to hear school leaders brainstorming uh, about who could be at the table. It wasn't just school folks there. I mean there were folks from economic development and um, from uh, Childcare and and you know from a variety of sectors, um, and so I think that some good steps for any school leader would be to understand your local community context. So if you have a local interagency coordinating council or a local task force working on early childhood related issues, it can be really helpful to make sure that that you're engaged in that. And then as as your community identifies the gaps, thinking creatively about the ways that schools can be partners in helping fill those gaps. So we have a number of community where there are some really exciting initiatives underway to be able to provide community-wide professional development. Being able to say, okay, it's not just any one sector that needs to understand you know, best practices for providing trauma-informed care for young children, right? So how wonderful would it be if we could pull together all of the people who are working in this space together in the community to have one training instead of each of us doing it on our own individual in-service day so that we can be learning and collaborating together. Um, we have a number of school districts where as they're expanding their preschool opportunities, is there surveying what's available in the community and thinking about, you know, can't, instead of maybe building a program just within the four square walls of our building, can we identify a community partner who could maybe be providing some of these services and um, be able to have them uh, receive the funding and then be able to contract with them to, to provide preschool services? And in communities where that's happened, we've seen that those community partners are then able to perhaps um, take some of the, the additional funding or their additional fin financial sustainability and be able to enhance um, their, their child care and infant care in, in other areas. So there's a lot of opportunities for schools to be thinking creatively about how they can be stepping in to help fill gaps in the community and being good, strong community partners. Well, I think that's critical because my experience in watching this uh, area of concern over many years is one um, 
barrier or one objection is if the perception is that the school wants to come in and take over everything and take my kids away and take them out of this provider, take them out of my home, the, the, that, that is a guaranteed way to generate opposition. But if the idea is to say we are looking at how to meet the needs of our community in a lot of different ways and work with different people, that creates the opportunity to do more, mm -hmm. uh, it seems to me. So mm -hmm. in, in many ways, this whole idea of how you need to be um, reaching out to different partners in the community is, is part of the whole school redesign process. Mm -hmm. And so maybe it's helpful to think of it as, you know, this is simply what, th this, this is how you approach it on, the en uh, on that end of the, of the spectrum where kids are preparing for school before they get to school, just as you have to be looking at the same kinds of things throughout the school years and then as we think about what it takes for kids to be successful as they leave the school system, mm -hmm. all of this is placing an emphasis on working beyond just what happens in, in the, the walls of the school. So I, I think that's critical. Hopefully this is, is helpful to our viewers as you think about what you need to do. A pitch I might make, because having been in a school board myself a long time ago, talking to many of you, I think, I think many school board members come into this, frankly, I ran because someone asked me to. I wasn't sure what I was involved. I'm not sure I know what to do. So here's just an opportunity to, to, to ask the questions, to see yourself as a representative of your community. You know, don't be afraid to ask questions. Don't be afraid to bring up ideas. Uh, and don't be afraid to reach out to, as you say, those different people who are part of your community. You, you know best because, like it or not, your community put you in that role. Right. Uh, and so, you know, you need to take advantage of that. We'll try to help. We don't want to go on too long because we know there's going to be many other opportunities to talk about this, certainly as you get that plan put together and have more details for people to respond to. But some final thoughts either of you might have at this stage. You know, I think that um, it's been really humbling to, to see the level of engagement and excitement of Kansans across the state. We know that this is an issue that is critically important to so many communities. Um, and we know that we've got just a tremendous opportunity over the course of the next couple of years, whether um, we are looking at our um, elected state board of education, whether we're looking at local communities, obviously our governor, our, our state legislature. Um, we think that if we get this right, if we really uh, listen well and, and think hard and work together that we've got a real opportunity to take the the recommendations and what Kansans have told us this year and put it into action and that that's going to make a real meaningful difference for for young kids and their families and I would just thank everyone who has participated I, I, I think what's been the most gratifying for me is is realizing that this is one of those issues that that cuts across all the factions people really do care about helping make sure that our kids get their best start in life and so to be to see the the excitement and the energy surrounding the work we're doing and and really recognize this as that that crossroads where we have an opportunity to do some things that will actually make a huge impact on, on fu the future. It, it, that that has been a nice place for me to land, um, and I, the work is is really fulfilling. Um, 
I, you know, th this speaks to so, getting early childhood right in Kansas speaks to so many of the challenges and issues raised by our legislature, accountability, closing the achievement gap, making sure we have um, a workforce that's ready and all of those things. It all starts here in early childhood. So it's a nice place to be right now. Well, as is so often the case, and uh, actually a few of us in the room were talking about our previous lives as you know, high school debaters and such, <laughs> um, when you learn that if something was easy, it would already be being done. Mm -hmm. um, but I think there does appear to be maybe not going to be easy, but there is an opportunity there hasn't been before. A lot of things have, have aligned together, but the critical thing is I don't think anyone believes we can make progress if there isn't the buy-in and support at the local level. So as an organization representing local school boards, you're going to have a critical role in whatever happens, whether it's successful or not. So we hope you will take the opportunity to be involved, um, and we'll do our best to provide you information. I know we've got some great partners to work with here, and certainly if you want to start by any questions, never be afraid to, to ask us, and we'll forward them to the right places as well. So thank you so much. We'll Thanks, look Mark. forward to talking with you in the future, and uh, I'm sure we'll all be seeing you somewhere somewhere on the road. Yes. Thanks. Thank, thank you.